Welcome back, everybody, to the last chapter, chapter 20 of The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. We've made it to the end here. And by this time, I have no doubt in my mind that all of us have now a blueprint available to tap into, to laser beam toward the kind of life we'd all like to be living. Prime it within our subconscious mind, and it shall overflow into our waking existence. So happy you've come with me on this journey. And as we move forward, there will be myriad techniques we will touch upon, try out, explore, examine, and exhume, quite possibly, depending on how old they are, you know, just to see what we can do to optimize our minds, to put ourselves in the place we'd like to be, inside and outside. I am ever so grateful you are hanging out with me. Thank you for hanging with Mr. Douglas. Here we go. Chapter 20 of The Power of Your Subconscious Mind How to Stay Young in Spirit Forever Your subconscious mind never grows old. It is timeless, ageless, and endless. It is a part of the universal mind of God which was never born and it will never die. Fatigue or old age cannot be predicated on any spiritual quality or power. Patience, kindness, veracity, humility, goodwill, peace, harmony, and brotherly love are all attributes and qualities which never grow old. If you continue to generate these qualities here on this plane of life, you will always remain young in spirit. I remember reading an article in one of our magazines some years ago which stated that a group of eminent medical men at the DeCourcy Clinic in Cincinnati, Ohio, I'm pretty sure it's DeCourcy, DeCourcy, reported that years alone are not responsible for bringing about degenerative disorders. These same physicians stated that it is the fear of time, not time itself, that has a harmful aging effect on our minds and bodies and that the neurotic fear of the effects of time may well be the cause of premature aging. During the many years of my public life, I have had occasion to study the biographies of the famous men and women who have continued their productive activities into the years well beyond the normal span of life. Some of them achieve their greatness in old age. At the same time, it has been my privilege to meet and to know countless individuals of no prominence who, in their lesser sphere, belong to those hard immortals who have proved that old age of itself does not destroy the creative powers of the mind and body. Yeah, I mean, you just look around. People are living a lot longer, having a lot more fun. We keep hearing that 40 is the new 30, 30 is the new 20. And, you know, sometimes 20 is the new 10. Hey. But, hey, all the more mental space and time for you to grow into your prime. He had grown old in his thought life. A few years ago, I called on an old friend in London, England. He was over 80 years of age, very ill, and obviously was yielding to his advancing years. 
Our conversation revealed his physical weakness, his sense of frustration, and a general deterioration, almost approaching lifelessness. His cry was that he was useless and that no one wanted him. With an expression of hopelessness, he betrayed his false philosophy. We are born, grow up, become old, good for nothing, and that's the end. Well, this mental attitude of futility and worthlessness was the chief reason for his sickness. He was looking forward only to senescence, and after that, nothing. Indeed, he had grown old in his thought life, and his subconscious mind brought about all the evidence of his habitual thinking. Senescence, S-E-N-E-S-C-E-N-C-E. I got a pretty good idea. Let's look it up. Yeah, senescence, the condition or process of the deterioration of age. That's, I mean, that's pretty much what I thought. Age is the dawn of wisdom. Unfortunately, many people have the same attitude as this unhappy man. They are afraid of what they term old age, the end and extinction, which really means that they are afraid of life. Yet life is endless. Age is not the flight of years, but the dawn of wisdom. Wisdom is an awareness of the tremendous spiritual powers in your subconscious mind and the knowledge of how to apply these powers to lead a full and happy life. Get it out of your head once and for all that 65, 75, or 85 years of age is synonymous with the end of you or anybody else. It can be the beginning of a glorious, fruitful, active, and most productive life pattern, better than you have ever experienced. Believe this, expect it, and your subconscious will bring it to pass. Welcome the change. Old age is not a tragic occurrence. What we call the aging process is really change. It is to be welcomed joyfully and gladly, as each phase of human life is a step forward on the path which has no end. Man has powers which transcend his bodily powers. We have senses which transcend our five physical senses. Scientists today are finding positive, indisputable evidence that something conscious in man can leave their present body and travel thousands of miles to see, hear, touch, and speak to people even though their physical body never leaves the couch on which it reclines. A person's life is spiritual and eternal. They need never grow old, for life or God cannot grow old. The Bible says that God is life. Life is self-renewing, eternal, indestructible, and is the reality of all people. Hey, uh, you know, side note, really crazy trilogy and speaks directly to that, uh, the Robert Monroe trilogy. Robert Monroe, awesome guy, has got the Monroe Institute in Virginia. Talks about out-of-body experiences and just how far he went. Also, the idea of uh, remote viewing, government-sponsored. Lots of books are written on it. it. You can learn the skill yourself. All about remotely viewing, you know, outside of your body, outside of your physical senses stuff that exists outside of your body, outside of your physical senses, that's in a far enough away place that, uh, and even through space and time, that there would be no way for you to physically be able to know what was there that you were viewing, except if you were actually there, even though you weren't. Remote viewing. Remotely seeing what is in a distant area. Also, uh, um, Russell Targ would be a dude to check out for uh, remote viewing information. Also, if you want to go really fun, Ingo Swan, 
His stuff's wild. Definitely check him out. Not just about remote viewing. And perhaps we'll take a look at what his work has shown in the future. Also, Robert Bruce, astral travel and energy work. I mean, the, the list is huge, and it's just going to keep getting huger. <laughs> it's just going to keep getting bigger because more and more of us are becoming unafraid to talk about and try this stuff out. And hey, that is, in effect, what this podcast is here for, to introduce, explore, and try on these myriad ways in which we can be the kinds of people that we want to be in or out of our own body. Evidence for survival. Oh, they're going to talk about near-death experiences, life after death. The evidence gathered by the psychical research societies both in Great Britain and America is overwhelming. You may go into any large metropolitan library and get volumes on the proceedings of the psychical research society based on findings of distinguished scientists on survival following so-called death. You will find a startling report on scientific experiments establishing the reality of life after death. In the case for Psychic Survival, by Hareward Carrington, director of the American Psychical Institute. Also, uh, I really, it cracked open my mind. Raymond Moody's Life After Life, uh, University of Virginia professor, started looking at near-death experiences with the advent of bringing people back from the dead from cardiac arrest, basically, resuscitating people who were deemed clinically dead. And uh, just a quick YouTube search, you'll come up with a whole bunch of wild stories. Really awesome. But uh, Raymond Moody, Life After Life, easy book to read, small, and definitely, for me, mind-opening. Life is. A woman asked Thomas Edison, the electrical wizard, Mr. Edison, what is electricity? He replied, Madam, electricity is. Use it. Electricity is a name we give an invisible power which we do not fully comprehend. But we learn all we can about the principle of electricity and its uses. We use it in countless ways. The scientist cannot see an electron with his eyes. Yet they accept it as a scientific fact because it is the only valid conclusion which coincides with their experimental evidence. We cannot see life. However, we know we are alive. Life is, and we are here to express it in all its beauty and glory. Mind and spirit do not grow old. The Bible says, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God. John 17.3 The person who thinks or believes that the earthly cycle of birth, adolescence, youth, maturity, and old age is all there is to life is indeed to be pitied. Such a person has no anchor, no hope, no vision, and to them, life has no meaning. Hey, the Egyptians kind of centered their entire culture around what happens after physical life. I mean, a whole, and that civilization lasted longer than any other civilization that anybody knows about. They were onto something. This type of belief brings frustration, stagnation, cynicism, and a sense of hopelessness, resulting in neuroses and mental aberrations of all kinds. If you cannot play a fast game of tennis or swim as fast as your son, or if your body is slowed down or you walk with a slow step, remember, life is 
always clothing itself anew. What people call death is but a journey to a new city in another dimension of life. I say to men and women in my lectures that they should accept what we call old age gracefully. Age has its own glory, beauty, and wisdom which belong to it. Peace, love, joy, beauty, happiness, wisdom, goodwill, and understanding are qualities which never grow old or die. Ralph Waldo Emerson, poet and philosopher, said, We do not count a man's years until he has nothing else to count. Your character, the quality of your mind, your faith, and your convictions are not subject to decay. You are as young as you think you are. I give public lectures in Caxton Hall, London, England, every few years, and following one of these lectures, a surgeon said to me, I'm 84 years of age. I operate every morning, visit patients in the afternoons, and I write for medical and other scientific journals in the evening. His attitude was that he was as useful as he believed himself to be, and that he was as young as his thoughts. He said to me, It's true what you said. Man is as strong as he thinks he is, and as valuable as he thinks he is. Hey, that's a good one, and we are valuable. This surgeon has not surrendered to advancing years. He knows that he is immortal. His final comment to me was, If I should pass on tomorrow, I would be operating on people in the next dimension, not with a surgeon's scalpel, but with mental and spiritual energy. That's a badass surgeon right there. Your gray hairs are an asset. Don't ever quit a job and say, I'm retired, I'm old, I am finished. This would be stagnation, death, and you would be finished. Some men are old at 30, while others are young at 80. The mind is the master weaver, the architect, the designer, and the sculptor. George Bernard Shaw was active at 90, and the artistic quality of his mind had not relaxed from active duty. I meet men and women who tell me that some employers almost slam the door in their faces when they say they're over 40. This attitude on the part of the employers is to be considered cold, callous, evil, and completely void of compassion and understanding. The total emphasis seems to be on youth, i.e. you must be under 35 years of age to receive consideration. The reasoning behind this is certainly very shallow. If the employer would stop and think, he would realize that the man or woman was not selling his or her age or gray hair. Rather, they were willing to give of their talents, their experience, and their wisdom gathered through years of experience in the marketplace of life. Age is an asset. Your age should be a distinct asset to any organization because of your practice and application through the years of the principles of the golden rule and the law of love and goodwill. Your gray hair, if you have any, should stand for greater wisdom, skill, and understanding. Your emotional and spiritual maturity should be a tremendous blessing to any organization. A person should not be asked to resign when they are 65 years of age. This is the time of life when they could be most useful in handling personnel problems, making plans for the future, making decisions, and guiding others into the realm of creative ideas based on their experience and insight into the nature of the business. Be your age. A motion picture writer in Hollywood told me that he had to write scripts which would cater to the 12-year-old mind. This is a tragic state of affairs if the great masses of people are expected to become emotionally and spiritually mature. It means that the emphasis is placed on youth in spite of the fact that youth stands for inexperience, lack of discernment, 
and hasty judgment. I can keep up with the best of them. I am now thinking of a man 65 years of age who's trying frantically to keep young. He swims with young men every Sunday, goes on long hikes, plays tennis, and boasts of his prowess and physical powers, saying, Look, I can keep up with the best of them. He should remember the great truth, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23.7 Diets, exercise, and games of all kinds will not keep this man young. It is necessary for him to observe that he grows old or remains young in accordance with his processes of thinking. Though I imagine a healthy diet and some physical exercise wouldn't hurt. Your subconscious mind is conditioned by your thoughts. If your thoughts are constantly on the beautiful, the noble, and the good, you will remain young regardless of the chronological years. Fear of Old Age Job said, The thing which I greatly feared is come upon me. There are many people who fear old age and are uncertain about the future because they anticipate mental and physical deterioration as the years advance. What they think and feel comes to pass. You grow old when you lose interest in life, when you cease to dream, to hunger after new truths, and to search for new worlds to conquer. When your mind is open to new ideas, new interests, and when you raise the curtain and let in the sunshine and inspiration of new truths of life and the universe, you will be young and vital. You have much to give. If you are 65 or 95 years of age, realize you have much to give. You can help stabilize, advise, and direct the younger generation. You can give the benefit of your knowledge, your experience, and your wisdom. You can always look ahead, for at all times you are gazing into infinite life. You will find that you can never cease to unveil the glories and wonders of life. Try to learn something new every moment of the day, and you will find your mind will always be young. 110 years old Some years ago I was lecturing in Bombay, India. I was introduced to a man who said he was 110 years old. He had the most beautiful face I have ever seen. He seemed transfigured by the radiance of an inner light. There was a rare beauty in his eyes, indicating he had grown old in years with gladness, and with no indication that his mind had dimmed its lights. Retirement, a new venture. Be sure that your mind never retires. It must be like a parachute, which is no good unless it opens up. Be open and receptive to new ideas. I have seen men of 65 and 70 retire. They seemed to rot away, and in a few months passed on. They obviously felt that life was at an end. Retirement can be a new venture, a new challenge, a new path, the beginning of the fulfillment of a long dream. It is inexpressibly depressing to hear a man say, What shall I do now that I'm retired? He's saying in effect, I am mentally and physically dead. My mind is bankrupt of ideas. All this is a false picture. The real truth is that you can accomplish more at 90 than you did at 60, because each day you are growing in wisdom and understanding of life and the universe through your new studies and interests. He graduated to a better job. An executive who lives near me was forced to retire a few months ago because he had reached the age of 65. He said to me, I look upon my retirement as a promotion from kindergarten to the first grade. He philosophized in this manner. He said that when he left high school, he went up the ladder by going to college. He realized this was a step forward in his education and understanding of life in general. 
Likewise, he added, now he could do the things he had always wanted to do and therefore his retirement was still another step forward on the ladder of life and wisdom. He came to the wise conclusion that he was no longer going to concentrate on making a living. Now he was going to give all his attention to living life. He's an amateur photographer and he took additional courses on the subject. He took a trip around the world and took movies of famous places. He now lectures before various groups, lodges, and clubs, and is in popular demand. There are countless ways of taking an interest in something worthwhile outside yourself. Become enthusiastic of a new creative ideas, make spiritual progress, and continue to learn and to grow. In this manner, you remain young in heart because you are hungering and thirsting after new truths and your body will reflect your thinking at all times. You must be a producer and not a prisoner of society. The newspapers are taking cognizance of the fact that the voting population of the elderly in California elections is increasing by leaps and bounds. This means that their voices will be heard in the legislature of the state and also in the halls of Congress. I believe there will be enacted a federal law prohibiting employers from discrimination against men and women because of age. Uh, all right, Joseph Murphy. A man of 65 years may be younger mentally, physically, and physiologically than many men at 30. It is stupid and ridiculous to tell a man he cannot be hired because he is over 40. It's like saying to him that he's ready for the scrap heap or the junk pile. What is a man of 40 or over to do? Must he bury his talents and hide his light under a bushel? Men who are deprived and prevented from working because of age must be sustained by government treasuries at county, state, and federal levels. The many organizations who refuse to hire them and benefit from their wisdom and experience will be taxed to support them. This is a form of financial suicide. Man is here to enjoy the fruit of his labor, and he is here to be a producer and not a prisoner of society which compels him to idleness. Man's body slows down gradually as he advances through the years, but his conscious mind can be made much more active, alert, alive, and quickened by the inspiration from his subconscious mind. His mind in reality never grows old. Job said, Oh, that I were as in months past, as in the days when God preserved me, when his candle shined upon my head, and when by his light I walked through darkness, as I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle. Job 29, 2-4 Secret of Youth To recapture the days of your youth, feel the miraculous, healing, self-renewing power of your subconscious mind through your whole being. Know and feel that you are inspired, lifted up, rejuvenated, revitalized, and recharged spiritually. You can bubble over with enthusiasm and joy as in the days of your youth for the simple reason that you can always mentally and emotionally recapture that joyous state. The candle which shines upon your head is divine intelligence and reveals to you everything you need to know. It enables you to affirm the presence of your good regardless of appearances. You walk by the guidance of your subconscious mind because you know that the dawn appears and the shadows flee away. Get a vision. Instead of saying, I am old, say, I am wise in the way of the divine life. Don't let the corporation, newspapers, or statistics hold a picture before you of old age, declining years, decrepitude, senility, and uselessness. Reject it. 
for it is a lie. Refuse to be hypnotized by such propaganda. Affirm life, not death. Get a vision of yourself as happy, radiant, successful, serene, and powerful. Your mind does not grow old. Former President Herbert Hoover, now 88 years old, definitely dating the book at the moment, is very active and is performing monumental work. I interviewed him a few years ago in his suite at the Waldorf Astoria in New York City. I found him happy, healthy, vigorous, and full of life and enthusiasm. He was keeping several secretaries busy handling his correspondence and was himself writing books of a political and historical nature. Like all great men, I found him affable, genial, amiable, loving, and most understanding. His mental acumen and sagacity gave me the thrill of a lifetime. He is a deeply religious man and is full of faith in God and in the triumph of the eternal truth of life. He was subjected to a barrage of criticism and condemnation in the years of the Great Depression, but he weathered the storm and did not grow old in hatred, resentment, ill will, and bitterness. On the contrary, he went into the silence of his soul, and communing with the divine presence within him, he found the peace which is the power at the heart of God. His mind is active at 99. My father learned the French language at 65 years of age and became an authority on it at 70. He made a study of Gaelic when he was over 60 and became an acknowledged and famous teacher of the subject. He assisted my sister in a school of higher learning and continued to do so until he passed away at 99. His mind was as clear at 99 as it was when he was 20. Moreover, his handwriting and his reasoning powers had improved with age. Truly, you are as old as you think and feel. We need our senior citizens. Marcus Porcius Cato, the Roman patriot, learned Greek at 80. Madame Ernestine Schumann-Heinle, the great German-American contralto, reached the pinnacle of her musical success after she became a grandmother. It is wonderful to behold the accomplishments of the oldsters. General Douglas MacArthur, Harry S. Truman, General Dwight D. Eisenhower, and American financier Bernard Baruch, Baruch, B-A-R-U-C-H, Baruch, are interesting, active, and contributing their talents and wisdom to the world. The Greek philosopher Socrates learned to play musical instruments when he was 80 years old. Michelangelo was painting his greatest canvases at 80. At 80, Sio Simonides won the prize for poetry. Johann von Goethe finished Faust, and Leopold von Ranke commenced his History of the World, which he finished at 92. I hope I am not just butchering all of these names. I might be, and for that I apologize, but ooh, these stats are awesome. Alfred Tennyson wrote a magnificent poem, Crossing the Bar, at 83. Isaac Newton was hard at work close to 85. At 88, John Wesley was directing, preaching, and guiding Methodism. We have several men of 95 years of age who come to my lectures, and they tell me they're in better health now than they were at 20. Let us place our senior citizens in high places and give them every opportunity to bring forth the flowers of paradise. If you are retired, get interested in the laws of life and the wonders of your subconscious mind. Do something you have always wanted to do. Study new subjects and investigate new ideas. Pray as follows. As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Psalm 42, 1. 
the fruits of old age. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's. He shall return to the days of his youth. Job 33.25 Old age really means the contemplation of the truths of God from the highest standpoint. Realize that you are on an endless journey, a series of important steps in the ceaseless, tireless, endless ocean of life. Then, with the psalmist, you will say, They shall bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Psalm 92.14 But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Galatians 5.22-23 You are a son or a daughter of infinite life, which knows no end. You are a child of eternity. Profitable Pointers 1. Patience, kindness, love, goodwill, joy, happiness, wisdom, and understanding are qualities which never grow old. Cultivate them and express them, and remain young in mind and body. 2. Some research physicians say that the neurotic fear of the effects of time may well be the cause of premature aging. 3. Age is not the flight of years, it is the dawn of wisdom in the mind of man. 4. The most productive years of your life can be from 65 to 95. 5. Welcome the advancing years. It means you're moving higher on the path of life which has no end. 6. God is life, and that is your life now. Life is self-renewing, eternal, and indestructible, and is the reality of all people. You live forever because your life is God's life. 7. Evidence of survival after death is overwhelming. Study Proceedings of Psychical Research Society of Great Britain and of America in your library or on the Internet. The work is based on the scientific research by outstanding scientists for over 75 years. Also, uh, my recommendation, Raymond Moody's Life After Life. 8. You cannot see your mind but you know you have a mind. You cannot see spirit, but you know that the spirit of the game, the spirit of the artist, the spirit of the musician, and the spirit of the speaker is real. Likewise, the spirit of goodness, truth, and beauty moving in your mind and heart is real. You cannot see life, but you know you are alive. 9. Old age may be called the contemplation of the truths of God from the highest standpoint. The joys of old age are greater than those of youth. Your mind is engaged in spiritual and mental athletics. Nature slows down your body so that you may have the opportunity to meditate on things divine. 10. We do not count a man's years until he has nothing else to count. Your faith and convictions are not subject to decay. 11. You are as young as you think you are. You are as strong as you think you are. You are as useful as you think you are. You are as young as your thoughts. 12. Your gray hairs are an asset. You're not selling your gray hairs. You are selling your talent, abilities, and wisdom which you have garnered through the years. 13. Diets and exercise won't keep you young. As a man thinketh, so is he. For sure, but, you know, they, they can't hurt. 14. Fear of old age can bring about physical and mental deterioration the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. 15. You grow old when you cease to dream and when you lose interest in life. 
You grow old if you are irritable, crotchety, petulant, and cantankerous. Ooh, that awesome word. Fill your mind with the truths of God and radiate the sunshine of His love. This is youth. 16. Look ahead, for at all times you are gazing into infinite life. 17. Your retirement is a new venture. Take up new studies and new interests. You can now do the things you always wanted to do when you were so busy making a living. Give your attention to living life. 18. Become a producer and not a prisoner of society. Don't hide your light under a bushel. 19. The secret of youth is love, joy, inner peace, and laughter. In him there is fullness of joy. In him there is no darkness at all. 20. You are needed. Some of the great philosophers, artists, scientists, writers, and others accomplished their greatest work after they were 80 years old. 21. The fruits of old age are love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. 22. You are a son or daughter of infinite life, which knows no end. You are a child of eternity. You are wonderful. All right, all right, everybody, that will do it. That was the final chapter of The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, written by Joseph Murphy and narrated by yours truly, Mr. Douglas. Thank you for taking this journey with me through this book. I hope that you were able to find some interesting, fun, new, and actively engaging ways to tap into your power, because you got it. It's there. Make use. And moving forward, we'll be exploring some of the techniques provided within this book and within others and other techniques not in books. If there are particular techniques that you know of that you'd like me to take a look at, research, dive into and explore, send them my way. Because that's what this is all about. It's all about better thinking, better living, so that we may be the telestai and point ourselves like laser beams, unfettered by shadows beaming ourselves into a life that we want to live. Well, thank you, thank you, and off we go on the next level of our journey. May your laser beam be sharp, bright, far-reaching, and powerfully pointed in the direction of your most awesome self. Thanks for hanging.